Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. We don't owe them squat. Nothing. Does everybody understand that? I know you do. Because my listeners are fighters. Not bed quitters. And the word isn't quitters. We had an expression for people in my prior line of work who'd panic every time the going got rough. We would call them bed. It rhymes with quitters. This isn't time to quit the bed, if you know what I mean. We don't owe the left, the media lunatics, or the anti-Trump deranged psychopaths a damn thing. When all the votes are counted and the electors meet, maybe that story changes. But there is nothing to concede right now. Concession speech? Concede what? This isn't over. Why would we concede anything? There is nothing to concede. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a loaded show for you today. I am going to show you the path forward. And I'm going to be candid with you. The likelihood of us using that path and making it work in our favor may be small, but it's not irrelevant. So I'm at a level with you. But today's show is going to be the most important show we've done in a while. Don't miss a word of it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe how are you today, fine sir, on this loaded news day? Wow, dude, what a long weekend, huh? Didn't it seem like it went on forever? <laughs> Brother, let me just say, yeah. I was strongly debating texting you this weekend mm-hmm. and saying, I'm sorry, man, but we got to do a show. I really was. I'm not kidding. I said <laughs> I, it to Paula. I, but I figured the audience probably wanted to take a just a, not a breather, but Maybe just handle it, let things stew, and it will come. So I, I changed my mind, but I was seriously, I know you would have done it, too. But I was but, looking for it, You know, it, Joe goes to church, and I, I know yeah, I know you I were, you but I was thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was 90% of the way there, and I changed, but it's good, because now we've got, I've got a better grasp on yeah, the contours of what's deal, going man. on. All right, let's get right, right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, today's show brought to you by, man, I need a dish. <laughs> Magic Spoon. Hey, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. You know it. But I had to give it up because I realized that these old cereals, they were full of sugar and junk. You ever read the back of some of them? You shouldn't eat that stuff. Well, Magic Spoon, they have zero grams of sugar, zero, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in every uh, in each serving. So many of you have asked me how you can finally build your very own custom variety box. You can choose from the best-selling Magic Spoon. Is the Their cereals are amazing. Can I just say, by the way, each one of us in my family has a separate favorite but we all wolf it down and magic spoon can't send me enough free boxes to keep up with the demand in the Bongino house. The cereal's that good. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. It tastes amazing. Honestly, it tastes a little too good to be true. Sometimes it's not, it really is true. We get tons of emails about magic spoon cereal. Like, come on, man. Really? You got me addicted to this stuff. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And a huge favorite in the Bongino house. How much does uh, Isabelle eat? My daughter wolfs down boxes of this stuff. <laughs> Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino to build your own custom variety box and try it today. 
Be sure to use our promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product. It's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. You don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. It's that simple. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use the code Bongino for free shipping. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the show. All right, Joe. All right, let's go. Here we go, babe. Here we go, babe. That's right. Let me just reiterate what I said as we opened the show. We don't owe them anything. And when I say them, I'm talking about leftist lunatics. I'm talking about crying, whining media. Oh, I got the crying video. Hopefully we'll get to that later. Crying, whining media hacks. You know, the PP tape hoaxers and the anti-Trump lunatics. You owe them nothing. We don't owe them a concession because there's nothing to concede. This election's not over. There are votes being counted. There's a potential Arizona could flip red by the end of today or tomorrow. By the way, what is going on in Arizona? Who's counting the votes? That sloth from that cartoon movie for kids? What are you doing? Who's counting these votes? Can we get some help in there? What are you doing? Are we doing this one vote at a time with a lunch break in between? One vote, Donald J. Trump. Coffee time. One vote, Donald J. Trump. Crumpet time. One vote, Donald J. Trump. Time for my hot pocket. Can we speed it up? I love you, Arizona election people. Don't get me wrong, but can we speed up the process a little bit? This election is under, there's nothing to concede. And to the whiny, I want to say other stuff, but we are on terrestrial radio. Gripey. Surrender caucus of the Republican. If time can see, you can go plant one on my caboose and sit your ass down over there in the seat. Just shut up and don't let your weakness infect everyone else with your weakness virus because it could get out. I'm not interested in your whiny comments right now. These are the same sellout loser Republicans, which if God forbid Joe Biden does win this election, they will be the first ones when your business is under attack, your social media account, when cancel culture comes knocking at your door and starts harassing your kids in school because they wear a MAGA hat. These will be the same Republicans who cheer, Republic, alleged Republicans who cheer this stuff on. Yep. You know, please go sit down and shut up and let the big boys handle the election. If we lose, we lose. We're not going to burn your neighborhood down. We're not liberals. We're not going to beat the snot out of your neighbors. We're not liberals. But we haven't lost anything. And we don't owe you an explanation for anything until the result is final. And it's not final. So double barreled, go sit down. Pie hole, shut it. Soup cooler, shut it. Chewing gum holster, shut it. This is the same crew who told us about Trump colluding with Vladimir Putin. Remember that? This is the same crew who told us Spygate was a hoax. <laughs> that didn't quite work out for you. This is the same crew that unleashed Bob Mueller to go investigate the PP tape. The PP tape. Former director of the FBI investigating a PP tape. This is the same crew that supported Antifa, BLM, defunding the police, street riots. 
you can go sit down too. Folks, let me tell you something, and I'm not kidding. I just had a conversation with, and believe me when I tell you, I'm. this is not a pat. I don't need these, hey, look at me. Pat myself on the back, how important I am. Not interested. I'm just telling you this so you know this is coming from the top. So you understand you're not in this fight alone. That's the only reason I'm telling you. Not to impress you with connections, I don't care. This is coming from the top. There is no lack of fight left in anyone. And I went out this weekend to church. And I got to tell you something. There is no lack of fight left in everyone else out there either. That's right. That's right. I I know you've been out there. There is none. Whereas Joe and I have lived through in our many years in politics, me having run and been an activist for eons now, a lot of dejected people. When Barack Obama got elected, I got to tell you, a lot of people were like, I'm done. I need a few three, four month break. I'm detecting how much of that right now? Zero. I'm getting emails from people by the thousands asking how they donate to Trump's legal fight. Go to the campaign fund. There's no quit in anyone. And if you're looking for quit out of me, you don't have it. You got the wrong show. You want to know someone, oh, let's concede, let's be cute about it. There's nothing to concede. Go find another show. That's not this show. We are number one in the world today. Number one, the number one podcast, not in our category, in the world today on Apple. Because the quitter shows, the bed quitter shows, you know what quitter means. The bed quitter shows, nobody wants that. People want to fight. And I want to fight too. The right way, not the left's way. Again, if we lose, we're not going to burn your businesses down. We have an emergency break on our behavior. Morals and ethics. And a capital G God we believe in that doesn't let us do that stuff. That's a leftist phenomenon. I want to move on because I want to give you the path. But I'm going to say now for the third time, we don't owe the quitter caucus squat. You don't owe them jack squat and jack left town. Nothing. You know what we owe them? A fight. The right way. There's nothing to concede. Here's the path, because the path matters. I'm going to go through two specific states. So path, this path is going to have three components. When I say the path, I mean the path forward to possible victory. Could be small, but I'm not giving up. Path number one, Arizona. Path number two, Pennsylvania. We require all three of these, but we're going to talk about Arizona, Pennsylvania. Then we're going to talk about a conglomerate of states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, potentially Georgia as well. Path number one, what do we need in Arizona first? And ladies and gentlemen, all these things have to align. Again, the chances are small, but they are not irrelevant. Folks, Arizona could flip right now. Please go to my show notes today. They're stacked. I usually put five to six stories. There's about 10 of them there because all of them are critical for your understanding of the path forward. Bongino.com slash newsletter is how you subscribe free to the show notes. The newsletter is the show notes. Please read this. The the great Liz Vaughn at Bongino.com writes for us. uh, Biden's lead in Arizona falls to 19,000 votes. It's actually below that now as Trump campaign files lawsuit. I thought Arizona was done. I mean, Arnie Michigan and Fox told us Arizona was done. No, 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 no. Don't misread me at all. Oh, I got your emails. Oh, I'm with. Hey. (laughs) Got it? You got it? Remember Meet the Parents? Yeah. Remember uh, De Niro? Fokker. 
Bakker, audience folks who've been emailing me, hey, you matter to me more than anyone. You understand? Anyone. Things are going on right now. Some of you probably caught on to. Not sacrificing my principles or credibility for anyone. Arizona's not over. I don't care who told you that. Arizona's lead is dwindling by the moment for Biden. Screenshot from Bongino.com. This is from Friday. It's got down, it's even less now. On Friday, Biden's lead in the battleground state of Arizona stood at 47,000 votes. By Friday night, it narrowed to 31,000. On Saturday, it whittled down to 18,000, or 0.62% of the vote. According to historian and retired professor Larry Schweikert, there are roughly 200,000 votes left to count. Schweikert writes that it's quite doable to win, that is, for Trump in Arizona, especially at the rates they've been coming in for Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a better than good chance that Arizona flips red. I thought they said it was over. I don't care who told you that. I'm telling you it's not. So Arizona, we need. Arizona has, what, 11 electoral votes? We need those. Very little will be possible without Arizona. But there's a better than good chance that we won Arizona. Let me go to point number two here. Again, we're talking about the path forward here. All these things need to happen, not just one. So let's say we do flip Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, although Pennsylvania is showing right now a relatively decent lead for Joe Biden, Pennsylvania's got big problems, folks. Huge problems. Let's go to problem number one, this Washington Examiner piece. Again, in the show notes today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check it out. Lindsey Graham calls for a DOJ investigation after U.S. Postal Service whistleblower affidavit alleges ballot fraud by Kerry Pickett. The great Kerry Pickett. And I mean that. Oh, what? Joe, whistleblower. Yeah, I yeah. thought we were told with the Ukraine hoax that whistleblowers should be on the Mount Olympus up there with Athena mm-hmm. and Zeus and all your fake gods. That they should be up. I, I was. Were you not told that, Joe? Yeah, whistleblowers? We yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the whistle? You can't even mention his name, the YouTube, on YouTube. Those hacks on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You can't even mention the guy. He is so deified. No human being is worthy to speak the fake Ukraine whistleblowers, even his name. You speak his name. It's like everybody has to start chanting. (laughs) Because he's like the unspoken Messiah. You can't even say his name. Thou whose name shall not be mentioned. Because he was. People were genuflect. On their knee. Yeah. Oh, oh, touch me. Just touch, just touch my forehead. I'll go right to the afterlife. He was worshiped. So now we have a whistleblower with a sworn under oath affidavit who works at the postal service saying this. And all of a sudden now whistleblowers don't matter anymore. Joe, weird. Weird yeah, how that, that happens, that is, right? That's really weird. Yeah, I, I yeah. know. I know, Joe, you're stunned. I, I know. Wacky. Deal with it yeah. for a moment. I don't want you to have to take your nitroglycerin <laughs> pills or anything. So the guy's name, the whistleblower, works for the post office. His name is Hopkins. So he described this conversation he had with one of his supervisors at the post office on Thursday. Keep in mind, it's an under oath affidavit, folks. Meanwhile, you know, meaning he's sworn to it for the liberals listening. So these are his supervisors here. This guy, Weisenbach and Locke, discussed how on November 4th, that's the day after election day for the libs, they had backdated the postmark on all but one of the ballots collected on November 4th. You mean ballots after election day? Gosh, 
I thought election day, oh, that's weird. Like, yeah, I thought the election was on election day, not the day after. Uh, to make it appear as though the ballots had instead been collected on November 3rd. The whistleblower overheard Weizenbach tell Locke that they, quote, messed up yesterday on November 4th, 2020 by accidentally postmarking one ballot as having been collected November 4th when it was collected actually the day early. A whistle, whistle, whistleblower. I, I, again, I, I thought whistleblowers were, were to be, you know, like James Bond Goldfinger. We were supposed to wrap them in gold and worship their statue. I, I, it's, what, it's what we were told, right? You can't even mention the Ukraine fake whistleblower, again, without instant deification and chanting. You have to chant because he's the holy one. He's, he's Neo from the Matrix. And yet we got a whistleblower under earth going, hey, Pennsylvania, I'm swearing under oath that there were backdated about. And then you have other people yeah. on news networks announcement. There's no evidence of fraud. Yeah, move, uh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. move on. Yeah. Move on. Move on. There's, no, there's yeah. no evidence. Yeah. But, but what is a sworn affidavit from a post office worker saying bunches of ballots were backdated to make them appear legal when they weren't? I, I don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. There's no, there's no evidence. Bumbling buffoons. But we're journalists. You're dopes is what you are. There's evidence. You just don't like the evidence. If the evidence, by the way, Joe, was that 500 Trump ballots, yeah, excuse me, Biden ballots were thrown out after oh, like, they'd oh, be oh. like, there's definitely evidence here. Yeah. There's evidence everywhere. We have a whistleblower. Don't even dare mention his name. Don't even dare. If you do, you have to chant. That that no whistleblower. But because he's a whistleblower saying, hey, a whole bunch of ballots were backdated to make them appear legal when they weren't. They're no, they're no evidence. They're no evidence. Double-barreled middle finger to you all. We'll talk about what we want. So let's center ourselves again. So here's the path forward. We must flip Arizona. There's a better than good chance that could happen. Back to Donald Trump's column. Secondly, we have to expose this fraud in Pennsylvania right now. Let me tell you another interesting anomaly about Pennsylvania, specifically Philadelphia. Ladies and gentlemen, there are roughly 970,000 registered voters, voter records in Philadelphia. Keep that number in your head. Nationwide voter turnout was pretty high. Some places in the high 70s, which is really, really high. So Philadelphia, where Donald Trump actually overperformed a little bit in his 2016 election. Joe, wouldn't you think it'd be reasonable if high voter turnout around the nation was 75, 76, 77 percent? All right, maybe Philly people just were really active. Yeah. Philly's a you know largely minority city. Sadly, we underperform there. I don't know why, but we do. We don't do well, you know, historically with black voters. But there's not a lot of passion for Joe Biden. So you probably say to yourself, Joe, oh, so Philly turnout, even if it was high, what, 75, 76, 77%, right? Sounds about right. You yeah, know, math, yeah, liberal uh-huh. statistics, yeah. anomalies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me quote Joe. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Joe's right in his yeah. That's an accurate quote. <laughs> That's right. What if I told you voter turnout looks like it's going to be 95% no, no, in Philly? No, no, no. Crazy. Uh, Dan. Keep the nitro pill. I get it. Elizabeth, he's coming for. I understand. Holy cow. 95%. That's a. Gosh, no evidence. There's no evidence. There's everybody oh. be quiet and just concede. Everybody just concede. There's nothing to concede, but we should concede because the media is telling us to concede. 
Weird, right? 95% turnout in Philly. That's just insane how they're looking at almost, oh, you know, eight ninety to 900,000 votes out of 970,000 voter files, which is crazy because I've heard dead people have voted too. Now, that's not hard to prove. You know why, Joe? Um, because they're dead. <laughs> so, like, they died. Like, there's a death record. Like, they're not breathing. No neuronal communication in the brain area. The heart's not functioning. There's no oxygen transfer. You understand that? There's no lung function. None of that's happening. The body's not working. So you can't vote when you're dead. Everybody understands that, right? But then again, there's no evidence of fraud. We have actual records of people we know are dead because there's a death record who voted in, in that Philadelphia area. But, uh, but again, there's no, there's no evidence. So let's do that. And then let's win the Supreme Court case and get this ridiculous Pennsylvania law that wasn't a law at all. It was made up by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that they can accept votes after election day thrown out because that's not what the law in Pennsylvania says. So first, we need Arizona. Second, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. We can win Pennsylvania by exposing the fraud, getting illegal ballots tossed out, and hearing out the whistleblower who would be deified if he was, again, a whistleblower who was speaking out against Trump. So let's do those three things before we concede something we don't need to concede because we haven't lost anything. All right, I want to get to part three of my three-part plan around Arizona, Pennsylvania. Um, before I do that, I got to get to my second sponsor. They pay a lot of money to be here. Um, and they, you know, they love the show and they love you guys. And we appreciate it. I slept like a baby last night. We had a hurricane down here. I put earplugs in. I am not kidding. I didn't hear one bit of it. I was out because I slept on my Helix Sleep mattress. Helix Sleep, what do they do different? They make personalized mattresses right here in America, shipped straight to your door with free no-contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. Their mattresses are amazing. To choose a mattress, they have a quiz, Helix. It takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you, not for someone else. You like a mattress that's soft or firm, you sleep on your side like I do, or your back or your stomach, or you sleep really hot. With Helix, there's no guesswork. There's a specific mattress for your unique tastes. I took the quiz. I have a Midnight Lux. I love it. Highly recommend it if you're a side sleeper with arthritis pain like me. My daughter has one too. Absolutely loves it. Don't take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, Apartment Therapy. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz today. Don't waste any time. And they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. They're really confident in that. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X. That's helixsleep.com slash Dan. Get $200 off your mattress order. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for our military, first responders, teachers, and students. Check out their website for more information because they do the right thing. Thanks, Helix, for supporting the show. All right, so let's get to part three. Arizona we need, Pennsylvania we need, both possible. Part three is more of a uh, cornucopia of potential good news. Folks, we need to expose a very strange pattern of voting in places like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Uh, what do I mean? I'm going to discuss two things. I'm going to discuss Benford's law, number one. And number two, uh, I'm going to discuss the strange undervote. First, before I get to this National Pulse article, which is terrific by Raheem Kassan, it'll be in the show notes. Please check it out. By the way, welcome to Raheem Kassan and War Room and uh, Bannon Show. And they're over on Rumble now because uh, YouTube decided to do YouTube, you know, which is always like doing their thing. So welcome, guys. Happy to have you at Rumble.com. <laughs> YouTube. 
committing business suicide by the day. Um, but let's get to this. So exposing the strange, uh, the strange anomalies in voting part three. Let's talk about Milwaukee first. Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you, and I have it from the most reliable Wisconsin source I have, a man who has been there, who knows his stuff and knows Wisconsin better than anyone, that although the population of Milwaukee, Wisconsin has been relatively stable, has not grown dramatically, that Joe Biden, a historically unpopular candidate, that Joe Biden received 100,000 roughly more votes than Barack Obama did in and around that Milwaukee area. Huh? So Barack Obama, whether you loved his politics or hated him, it's pretty obvious where I stand, was a pretty transformative figure for the Democrat. They loved him. Voter turnout was through the roof. You're telling me that this bumbling idiot, Joe Biden, the head of the Biden crime family, a guy who couldn't get out of his own way. A guy who, I mean, really stumbled through his entire campaign with mishaps and nonsense. You're telling me this guy got 100,000 roughly more votes in and around that area than Obama did? Putting aside your, wow, that's strange for a moment. Because who knows? Maybe it could have happened. We don't promote things without evidence here. What's fascinating is when auditing companies and others, when they look at people's financial statements, one of the things they can use, it's not just for auditing, by the way, it's a phenomenon that's difficult to explain. So I'm going to try to make it simple. It's called Benford's Law. They can use this. Paul, you haven't heard this yet, right, Joey? This is interesting. No. Someone called me about this this weekend. I'm not pretending to be an expert on it. So forgive me if I screw up the details of it, the minor details, but the general umbrella theory here is correct. Let's say you go into a place like Bernie Madoff's financial. Remember Bernie Madoff, the fraudster convicted of defrauding investors? Yeah. Bernie Madoff was not trading stocks for them. He was making it up. He was just printing up like, I bought you a thousand things of Microsoft at this price. It was totally made. He bought nothing. When they go in and look at those stock transaction records, one of the things they can use is a thing called Benford's Law. Benford analyzed data, data sets like this. And one of the things he figured out was the presence of certain numbers will appear in a pretty standard distribution. In other words, very simply, the chances of a one being the first digit in a data set is a whole lot higher than any other digit. It's weird. If you even were to look up and put in a spreadsheet random street addresses from around the country, the statistical likelihood that the first digit in the address is one is much higher than anything else. Okay. Don't ask me why. All right. Makes sense, right, though? If, when you look at what, anything, any kind of distribution like that, mm -hmm. the chances of it being a one at the beginning are fit a pretty standard distribution. If those made-up stock transactions don't have a certain number of ones and zeros in them, the chances are they're just made up. What if I told you when you look at some of the voter data at Wisconsin that Benford's law is saying it's not possible? There's no, Joe, there's no evidence. We're all crazy. No, no, everybody just sit down and concede. Just concede. The surrender caucus are ready. White flag. No, no, I'm not ready for that. Thank you. Weird that accounting firms and others use this Benford's law. And although it, 
doesn't prove fraud. It indicates that something weird is going on with the digits and the numbers. Mm -hmm. What if I told you the voter distribution and stuff that it seems to be shaky on the whole Benford's law front and the fact that all these people turned out for Biden who didn't turn out for Obama in a city whose population has been really stable. Hey, a little weird, isn't it? No, no, no. We're not, we're not allowed to look at that. News outlets have told us we're not allowed to look at that. You can take that and ram it right up your thingy. We've been using thingy a lot lately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now that we're on terrestrial, as Joe knows from years, you have to be a little careful. We oh, didn't have to yeah. when we were only digital. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think thingy's one of the FCC ban words, right, Joe? Just nah, we're cool with thingy. thingy. You know, yeah. all those. Oh, cool. Okay, thingy. Yeah. Thank you. Just, just, he's been in terrestrial a lot longer than me, 30 years. He knows all the words. Believe me, he has his finger would have been on that button. So thingy's good. So when you combine Benford's law and the presence of ones and zeros seems anomalous in the Wisconsin vote and the fact that all these people seem to vote for Biden, who didn't even vote for Obama, which is weird considering how bad Biden sucks. Uh, that's really strange. When you combine that with this National Pulse article by Raheem Kassam and others, you start to see more anomalies. National Pulse, Raheem Kassam and uh, Natalie Winters. This article will be in the show notes. Please read it. This is like flipping a coin and getting heads 100 times. Statistic buffs scrutinize Biden's victory, air quotes, numbers. Statisticians are looking at this going, huh? This doesn't sound right. What do they mean? I'll get to a screenshot from this piece in a second. But folks, when I ran for Congress in Maryland, when we won and then lost on a recount or an absentee count, excuse me, it was weird. Because when you run for Congress, who is at the top of your ballot if it's a presidential election? The president. So the way it works on a ballot is if there's a Senate race in your state, it goes president at the top, Senate, congressional races are every two years, so they're there. So whatever congressional race you're in, president, Senate, congressional race, and then it usually goes down from there. State delegate, county councilman, I live in an island, we have a local elected, they're usually at the bottom. And then come the ballot issues. Everybody tracking? Is that nothing will mm -hmm. make sense if you don't understand that. So right. at the top is always the president in descending order of the importance of the office. In every election, there's a predictable percentage of undervote or what some people call roll off. In other words, some people just go in to vote for the president. They don't vote for Senate. And they don't even get to the congressional races. Right. Some go in to vote for president and for Senate but don't even know who their congressman is, so they skip that. Some vote for president, Senate, their congressional rep. They have no idea who their state delegate is, and they don't care about that. You get where I'm going with this. As you go down the ballot, people roll off. 10% here, 10 more percent there, but it's predictable. Pretty much every election, I know this because I ran for Congress, and our goal was to get as many people to vote for us as voted at the top of the ticket. It's almost impossible to do, but it's very predictable. What if I told you the roll-off in this, people who went in to vote for Biden at the top and didn't vote at all down ballot, was really, really high? You'd probably say to yourself, oh, you know what? Stuff happens, just like bed quitters, same word. Not like this, it doesn't happen. 
and we have statistics to show you how weird this is. Let's go to this piece. I'm going to tell you what I think is going on. National Pulse. Per data provided by the state of Pennsylvania, an exorbitant number of individuals cast ballots only voting for the president. Wow, that's strange. Analysis reveals this phenomenon occurred exponentially more with Biden voters. Quote, another way to track down fraudulent votes is to look closely at how many of those votes did little or no down ticket voting. (sighs) Here it goes, folks. When manufacturing votes, it is too time consuming to vote for the other office holders, the report says. The analysis they did. (laughs) Oh, for example, the number was more than double in Arizona and at maximum more than triple in Michigan. Whoa. So what if I told you, because I know this from people, let's say, on the inside, that in Pennsylvania specifically and elsewhere, but this I'll give you a specific example in Pennsylvania, that they know of a circumstance where thousands of votes were requested in a nursing home, thousands, and that most of those votes were for Biden, the overwhelming, and that there was almost no down-ballot voting at all. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Because if you were going to fill out a bunch of votes and you were in a time crunch to get them in, the easiest way to fill out the circle and send it back would just be to fill out one circle, right? Because you're too stupid to realize that you have to vote down ballot two to throw the statisticians off. But fraudsters are stupid by nature. That's why they're fraudsters. And what if I told you there was an unusual number of requests for votes that turned into Biden votes who voted for no one else in numbers not consistent with almost any prior election. Joe, there's no evidence. Mm -hmm. Stop ruining my show and trying to insert evidence into stop it. (laughs) Stop it. We should all just concede and go away. Yeah. Because the media told us, the PP hoaxers, and we should listen to them because they're smarter than all of us. We're all idiots. Joe. What does Joe know? Huh? What do I, Paula? <laughs> My gosh. Uh. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> it's just so weird how all these things, by the way, Joe, it's yeah. just also weird. All of these factors in my three-point plan all broke in Biden's direction. <laughs> Arizona was called early. Despite the fact that Arizona hasn't been called by any sane person yet. Who knows what they're doing? Pennsylvania voter fraud seemed to break in Biden's direction. We have affidavits. This is really weird. And all this undervote seemed to go for Biden, despite they didn't vote for anyone. It's just weird how that just all went for, you know, the Biden crime family. Just just crazy how that how that happens. Scratching my head. And no evidence. Thank you. I didn't even. Thank you, Joe. We needed that because I, when I scratch my head, you can't hear it in the mic. Now Joe has a head scratching sound effect. By the way, Drew, who always gets to see the show later, the video producer, he always knows when I'm into a show by my gesticulations. I mean, this is a record day for gesticulations and facial expressions because I'm pretty pissed off. Sorry for the language. We need to concede. What? Concede? What? There's nothing to concede. We haven't lost anything. What are you, an idiot? It's just like in the 10th round of a 12-round fight going, it's over, I concede. You're winning the fight. I, I concede. I concede, I'm done. We're done with what? You're, you're, you could win this. I'm good. We got the Roberto Durans of the Republican Party. No mas. No mas. The fight's not over, Roberto. No mas. No mas. No, no. Mas. 
Boss. Hashtag boss. All right, so what do we do? I just gave you the path forward, but what do we do about it? Obviously, you can't vote again. That would be illegal. (laughs) Unlike some on the left, we don't promote that kind of stuff. So what do we do now? I'm going to give you that in a minute. Let me get to my third sponsor today, but you're not going to want to miss this either. Because I think, regardless of what happens, you have... You have changed the battlefield going forward, no matter what. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at My Patriot Supply. Listen, it's getting crazy out there, folks. It's only going to get worse. You know it, I know it. Seems like things are just nightmares coming true one after another. There's one thing you can do right now. You can pray. Pray matters. Prayer does matter. But you can also get yourself some self-protection. That means self-reliance. Don't rely on the local grocery store for food. Don't rely on the water system for clean water. Don't rely on the electric grid for power. Be prepared. There's no downside to being prepared. Let me tell you, the people that make fun of you for being prepared are the same people be crying to come to your house. God forbid something happens. You insure everything in your life that matters. Why would you not insure your food supply? It doesn't make any sense. Use today to prepare. Don't wait. That's why I strongly recommend and support and buy products from Many products, even though I could probably get them for free from them. I buy them anyway. I recommend My Patriot Supply. It's the only source I personally use and trust for my emergency food preparedness plan. Again, laugh all you want. Hope you, oh my gosh, why would you get food? You want to, you want, seriously, you want to, you want to be in this situation where you, 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 you have it and don't need it. Not where you need the food and don't have it. I can't say it any clearer than that. I spent my whole life in the security and preparedness field. Go today. Save $100 off a full four-week, $100 off a full four-week supply of nutritious meals that supply 2,000 calories a day that could save your life. God forbid the food disappears from grocery stores, even for a few weeks. Saving $100 is impossible to pass up, especially now. Go to preparewithdan.com today and get ready and prepare and ensure your food supply now. That's preparewithdan.com. There's no time to lose. Do it today. Go to preparewithdan.com. Get your emergency four-week food supply today and save $100. Preparewithdan.com. Okay. All right. So what do we do now? I told you we don't owe them squat. I gave you the path forward. The path is a decent one. Not high likely, but decent enough that we're still in this fight. Well, let me give you step one about what we should do now. And I'm speaking to everyone. I mean everyone with this. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I said it last week, we need the biggest damn Trump rally ever right now. Because it would send a few messages. Message number one, we are not dejected. We aren't tired at all. You know, folks, I don't like to talk about this, but I may be sick, but damn it, I ain't tired. And don't ever mistake those two. And you ain't tired either. I've never been more fired up. We need a rally. And we need the president at it. And we need it now. I said it last week and I'll say it again. Sends a couple messages. Number one, we ain't tired. And number two, we are not going away. There will be no riots at that rally. There will be no bonfires burning down cities. There will be no defund the police. 
the safest place on earth for police officers at a Trump rally where people thank you for your service and couldn't appreciate what you do more. We need a rally. We need it now. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said to you, there's nothing to concede because this race isn't over. But if we lose and it's fair, then we lose. But we're not done. We're not going away. Donald Trump, through you, Donald Trump's just one man, but through you, Donald Trump has changed the game forever. Donald Trump got the most votes of any Republican candidate in history. We aren't going anywhere. We need that rally. We need to see the commander-in-chief. He's still the president of the United States, and this race isn't over. And even if it is later, it'll send the message that Trump isn't going away. The Trump movement isn't going away. I'm not going away. You're not going away. None of us are going away. You wanted us to quit? How about you go yourself? I'm not going anywhere. And you ain't either. And ain't is a word. I just made it one. Step one, we need a rally. We need it now. Step two, ladies and gentlemen, we have to prepare the battleground for both January of this, of this coming year, 2021. Thought the election was over. No, no, not in Georgia. It isn't. We have two runoffs. You don't think they're important? Well, wait till I get to that story next. You're going to change your mind fast. Oh my gosh. Still licking my wounds from this one. No, no, there's no wounds to lick. There's no time for that. Do that crap later. We're, we're not the Surrender Caucus. Not on this show. That's other shows. We have to prepare the battleground for January of this coming year with the two Senate races in Georgia that are going to go to a runoff election. We have to prepare it for 2022 and we have to prepare it for 2024 because God forbid we do lose. And I want to be crystal clear. We didn't lose any. There's nothing to concede. But if we do, it'd be irresponsible for you to not, me to not give you a path forward. I told you what Donald Trump should do. If this election is certified with those electors through the, the Houses of Congress, that Donald Trump lost fair and square, he should declare for, for re-election immediately. Immediately. For a number of reasons. I think you know why. Don't waste a second. So how do we prepare the battleground for January? You're already doing it. We have to file lawsuits in all of these states. Ladies and gentlemen, this anomalous voting pattern in Philadelphia, in Wisconsin, in Georgia and elsewhere. Once we file the lawsuits, you have this strange thing, Joe. I don't know if you heard about it, called discovery, where both sides have to produce the data. That yeah. would be really interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, it would. If yeah. the Democrats had to just get a look at it, right? Listen, if it's fair and square and Philly turnout was 90 to 95%, hey, congratulations, Philly, you got great voter engagement. I mean it. I'm not messing with you. I'm being sincere. But that seems really strange. An anomalous given the historical voting pattern. I'm just saying, isn't it worth looking at? No, there's no evidence. No, evidence. no, no, there's evidence. You just don't like it. Let's take a look at that. No. If fraud is found, it's good news for everyone. Why? We can get rid of it for future elections because that's what we want, right, Joe? Election integrity yeah. and stuff. We, we, we Absolutely. Know. I know it's a crazy idea to the leftist, but if fraud isn't found, great. That's good for everyone too, even if we lose. At least we know it was fair and square. What's the down? I don't see what's the downside. I'm a missing. 
What's the what's what's the what's the downside again? Uh, wait, this is the thing I might you can't hear. Okay, I didn't hear anything. Okay, good, because there is no downside. Just checking. I, I maybe the thing was blocking my eardrum. So let's expose fraud via these lawsuits. And if there's none, terrific. If there is, now we can clean it up. Step two. Actually, this is, so what would we do? Step one is big rally. Step, this is two sub one, expose fraud. Two sub two. Ladies and gentlemen, let's send a big collective middle finger to these tech tyrants and you did it this weekend. Now, granted, I, as you know, I, it's only responsible to disclose it every time, however annoying it is. I'm very sorry. It's the right thing to do. I have a financial interest, obviously, in Parlor and Rumble. I put my money where my mouth is and I don't screw around. You'll see more of that in the coming days. But we're never going to win an election again if we don't take down these tech tyrants. Google, ScrewTube, Twitter, Fakebook. You did it this weekend. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for this. Here's Sure News, an article this weekend. Dan Bongino's conservative parlor app passes TikTok and YouTube to take the number one spot in the entire world. Hmm. There you go. Thank you, Miss Paula. There it is. That's my phone. That's a screenshot of the top charts on Apple and elsewhere. But notice it says the top, all apps, not number one in our category. Parlor is now number one in the entire world. We are getting about three to 4,000 app downloads a minute at our peak. Because people said to the tech tyrants this weekend for the fourth or fifth time during the show today. Now, again, disclosure, we were very glitchy this weekend and my sincere personal apologies. I am one of the investors. I'm not the only owner in parlor, Jeff and John and others, but I have a significant stake in the company and I personally take responsibility and apology. It was very glitchy this weekend. There's no excuses, period. But there are explanations, which are not excuses. There's a difference. We were over, overwhelmed with new people. Not an excuse, just an explanation. We are fixing it. The team is on this 24 hours a day, and I am personally on the phone as my wife, who was almost going to divorce me this weekend, probably four to five hours a day, if not more, fixing this. Please be patient with us. You sent a message this weekend to the tech tyrants that this BS is over. We are the number one app in the world because of you, not because of me, because of you. I can only download it once, folks. That was you who did that. I appreciate Shore News giving me credit, but it's not. It's you. Let me show you another one. Twitter's not the only person screwing you over, hence the success of Parler. That's another screenshot from my phone where someone's creeping up the charts there too. Look who was number six in video apps. Ah, YouTube's still holding a number one. But look who's all of a sudden creeping up this weekend again. My buddy's over at Rumble, where I own part of that company too. Number six and moving. Moving up fast. People this weekend, for the sixth time during the show, gave the double barrel to ScrewTube too, as we slowly start creeping up the charts. Don't watch my show on YouTube. 
gosh, Dan, that must cost you a lot of money. It does. I don't care one bit. Watch it at Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We're like YouTube without screwing you over. That's the greatest sales pitch ever, isn't it? You know, I, I have one more sponsor I have to get to, but I have the, I got to talk about the Georgia story, even if we go long. And I've got to mention something on CNN too about the rallies, which I skipped over intentionally because I wanted to get to this. So again, what do we do? Biggest rallies. We need a rally right now. Second, prepare the battleground. And in that prepare the battleground, how do we do it? We expose the fraud right now so it doesn't happen again. And we take these tech tyrants down and we are doing it right now. It is happening. All right. Our final sponsor today, my good friends over at Quip. Are you a pick person? What does that mean? Or are you like the floss string? I like the latter. No matter how you clean in between your teeth, Quip has you covered. And their new refillable floss pick makes it easy on the go. You know Quip, the electric toothbrush that's like a power washing for your mouth. I love it. You'll, your teeth will never be cleaner. You won't even know your teeth could be that clean because you've never had them as clean as when you use the Quip electric toothbrush. You hear about it all the time. But it's their sleek, reusable floss pick you'll want to use next. The durable handle's easy to guide. It restrings with a simple click. It's so easy to use. It comes with a compact mirrored dispensing case for on the go. Look at that. Plus a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers. So it's better for your teeth. You don't want to throw that stuff out. You don't want plastic in the ocean and stuff. Not a pick person? Quip also has a refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for both adults and kids. My daughters have them too. Quip has the simple guiding features you need. Get a load of this. Time sonic vibrations with guiding pulses help you brush better. You can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors. Plus, they have an anti-cavity toothpaste for every taste in mint and watermelon. Now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing better every day. Quip smart electric toothbrushes connect to the free Quip app so you can earn amazing rewards. Quip also delivers brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. I won't use anything else on my teeth. Bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths brushing with Quip right now, starting at $25. And if you go to get Quip, that's getquip.com slash Dan right now, you get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash Dan, spelled G-E-T, get, quip, quip.com slash Dan, Quip, better oral health. Made super simple. Check them out. All right. So back to the show quick. Folks, I just want to, on my first point of what we do, how we need a rally, don't believe the media out there. The media is spinning your wheels about their sources in the White House. I just want to show you quickly. Here's a story from CNN. They have no, so whoever told you this first story, I'm telling you is lying. I'll get to how I know in a minute. CNN, Kate, that hapless Caitlin Collins, who I, I don't know if, I, I mean, what kind of crap story is this? Jared Kushner, Melania Trump are advising Trump to accept election laws. That, I'm telling you, come back to me, please, is absolutely false. That is not a true story. I don't know where they heard that. I don't know. I'm not suggesting they're making it up. Maybe someone told them, whoever told them that has no access to the president at all. Now, this story is actually right, CNN. This is CNN. There's a conflict at CNN. I thought Jared told him to give up in Melania. Here's Jake Tapper. Sources close to the president tell me he's being urged by Jared, Rudy, and Jason Miller to hold rallies throughout the U.S. That is correct. The president is no, I, folks, it's important you understand this. Not for anything involving me, but to involve you because you, I know you're ready to fight this out. There is no quit in the president. 
Don't mistake his timidity lately on the air and stuff for a lack of fight. That's not what any of that's about. I'm telling you from the top that second story is accurate. They are ready to fight this out from the highest levels down. If they lose fair and square, they lose. They are not conceding anything until they can, it can be proven this was a free and fair election. Now, why is it important, ladies and gentlemen, that we prepare the battleground for January of 2021? 2021? What's going on? I thought the election's over. It's not over. It's not over. In Georgia, to win the United States Senate seat in those elections, you need a majority, not a plurality. Meaning if you run and don't get 50% of the vote, folks, there could be 10 people on a ballot. Everyone could get 10%. What happens? The top two who got 10.1 and 10.01, whatever, go to a runoff. Only the top two. Therefore, only the top two. One of them has to get 50%. There's no option C. It's either A or B. The runoff is happening in January, a couple months from now. Anyone listening to my show is like, ah, if we lose, I'm done. You're not done. There's no done. There's no done. The left is never done. And this is not a golf game. I can't use this analogy for you enough. Golf, you quit in the middle of the match. Nobody gives a damn. The golf course owner gets his greens fees. The people behind you play through quicker and you go home because you're tired. Everybody wins. That's not what this is. There's no quitting. This is a boxing match. When you stop punching the other guy, he's still kicking your ass. This is not a golf. There's no quitting. The left doesn't quit. The day after they lost to Trump, they put their pink hats on and went crazy in the streets. There's no quitting. There's no quitting. There is no quitting. Bed quitters. That's other shows. That's not here. The other shows, will, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll, they'll cry it out with you. Oh my God, look, go over there. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not your guy. Man, he sounds too optimistic. Because I'm not done. You're not done either. We're not done. What are you done? Why does Georgia matter in a couple months? Well, here's why. Look at this Wall Street Journal piece. This is important stuff here, folks. Got three takeaways from this piece. Why Georgia could be critical. Piece by the editorial board is called The Senate in the Balance. Chuck Schumer reveals what's at stake in the two Georgia runoff races. Oh, oh, did he ever. It's on January 5th, by the way. Let's go to screenshot one. Chuck Schumer. Now raving left-wing lunatic, the Senate minority leader for the Democrats, has already told us what's... This is a direct... By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is a quote from Chuck Schumer. So for the leftists listening and watching my show, a quote, meaning he actually said this. I, I know sometimes you'll get like the New York Times to say, promoting a conspiracy theory. This is an actual quote, just to, just to be sure. So here's what Chuck Schumer said this weekend. Quote, now we take Georgia, then we change the world. Oh, like Obama? Uh, now we take Georgia, then we change America. That's a quote. That's a direct quote. So what, what happens? We're just going to all walk away and... You understand right now that if we lose these two Senate races in Georgia on January 5th, 
that the balance of power in the Senate will be 50-50. And you may be thinking, oh, okay, Dan, so it's 50-50. It's okay, we can fight there. No, no, you can't because the tie-breaking vote in the Senate is who? If Joe Biden wins, it's Kamala Harris. Oh, you think she's going to vote with the Republicans? The vice president breaks the tie. If Joe Biden, God forbid, were to win this thing, they have effectively a 51-vote majority. Well, well, what does that mean if the Democrats take a 51-vote majority at a 50-50 split because of the vice president? Well, let's go to screenshot number two, and I tell you what it means for you, in case you're even thinking about joining the bedquitter caucus, the surrender caucus. Quote, Wall Street Journal, well, what difference would a single vote make? Well, Republicans would lose their committee chairmanships and thus the power to serve as a check on the Biden administration. Joe Biden deserves the cabinet he wants in most cases. I don't agree with that at all. But a GOP Senate could deter appointments like Elizabeth Warren at Treasury. Oversight Chairman Republican Ron Johnson's probe of the FBI and other abuses of the Biden uh, crime family abuses, of course, I threw that in there, would cease. Now, I've seen some of this on social media, even for some Republicans. Ah, if we lose, screw them. The Mitt Romneys in the world. I, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. No, folks. When you lose chairmanships, things happen. Let me ask you a question for those of you gaffing this off. In other words, if you don't vote, if we win both seats in Georgia on January 5th and President Trump is the president, we have a 52-48 majority. Meaning we could lose two senators because Mike Pence would be the tie-breaking vote then. We could lose two senators like Mittens and others and still get our agenda passed. God forbid President Trump loses. If we win these two Senate seats January 5th in a few months, we still have a 52-48 majority, keep the chairmanships and can shut down even if we lose one vote like Mittens and or Susan Collins and we can still stop the liberal Biden insanity that is undoubtedly coming from your wallet, coming from your wallet, your church, and everything else. Folks, one more thing. I wanted to get to this. This is important. For those of you gaffing this off and say, oh, these chairmanships, they really don't matter. Really? You realize we would have known nothing, zero, about Hillary's emails, the Benghazi stuff, or anything else if chairman of the Republican committees in the House like Devin Nunes when he uncovered the Spygate scandal. You realize none of this would have come out if we didn't have the House at the time? We've lost the House since. But who do you think found that stuff out? Who do you think uncovered a lot of that? Chaffetz when he was a chairman? Devin Nunes? You don't have to love every single vote they take all the time. But what they did in many of those cases was quite heroic. Hillary lost that election to Donald Trump. I would say largely in part because of her unbelievable malfeasance that was uncovered by chairman when we, when we uh, dominated the House before we lost it, by chairman who uncovered that. You can't take your toys and go home. That's not the way any of this works. It's not a golf game. It's a boxing match. We can't lose the Senate. Don't let people like Mittens and others, these weak-kneed jellyfish, dissuade you from going out and saving this country from potentially what could be the Biden crime family running it. 
Let me make one last point on this. From the, I'm going to get to the third part of this journal piece, but this is a critical one. You may say to yourself, well, Dan, if it's a 50-50 split, say, God forbid, we lose the presidential election and we lose both seats in Georgia on January 5th, and it's 50-50, Republicans and Democrats, with Kamala Harris being the tie-breaking vote. The Democrats aren't going to do anything radical, really, because who would be their leader on the Democrat side? Oh, Chuck Schumer. And Chuck Schumer has a little bit of a problem, folks. Check out part three of this. Quote, Wall Street Journal. A 50-seat Democratic majority led by Chuck Schumer might also be willing to break the filibuster. Chuck Schumer fears a primary challenge in 2022 from AOC, who has a national following and could raise tens of millions of dollars if Schumer disappoints progressives. A Senate platform would vault AOC into the mix for a presidential run in 2024. To the bed quitters, explain to me again how we should all take our toys and go home. So what you're telling me is if we lose these races because everybody's ready to give up, I'm not at all, not even a little bit. If we lose these two races, that Chuck Schumer, who's afraid of AOC taking him out in a primary for his own Senate seat, will likely cave to the progressive caucus to avoid that primary. And Chuck Schumer will push through with a 51-seat majority with Kamala Harris as a vice president, the most radical agenda we've seen in modern American history. That's exactly what I'm telling you. How do you like things like Sherrod Brown, Elizabeth Warren, and others, their proposals if they're in Joe Biden's cabinet? Because they'd get they would get confirmed immediately because Kamala Harris would be the tie-breaking vote. How do you like proposals like taxes on unrealized gains? What is that? I don't have time for it. What, what does that mean for you? Taxes on unrealized stockings? You have a 401k? You have a pension plan? How about you start paying taxes on stock gains for stocks you haven't even sold? Oh, I don't like that, Dan. Oh, oh that's a proposal, which will have no power. To, that's an actual proposal by prominent Democrats who are being talked about with cabinet positions in Biden. You, you, where's my I don't have my wallet on me. I wish I did. How do you like your wallet and your retirement profile being destroyed overnight? Because people appointed to Joe Biden's potential cabinet are talking about taxing unrealized stock gains. Gains you've never cashed out. Oh, I don't like that. I know you don't. As I said, it's because you're in a boxing match and the other side's still kicking your ass. It's time to start throwing punches again. Right now. All right, I had a lot more, but I'm, we're, fortunately we're out of time. Um, don't miss tomorrow's show. We, I mean, I have a whole show essentially left to do. But folks, again, I can't thank you enough for your support. You, you bring, you get me choked up. I'm like, a, you know, I'm a listen I, for all the square jaw, mixed martial arts crap. I'm really a big softy because I love you all to death. And this weekend, we are the number one podcast in the world. We had the number one Facebook page in the world just two days ago. We have the number one app in the world with Parler. And that's all because of you. And for the rest of my life, I will owe you because you have given me the ability. There are a lot of things going on behind the scenes and I want you to stay tuned throughout the week. Paul, if I may for a minute, I know I was going to wrap up the show, but just a minute here, folks. This is important. Be patient with me. I hear you. I'm doing the best I can to make real tangible changes, not just talk. I read your emails. That's why my email's out there. My wife reads your emails. We've been touched by them. 
We know exactly what you're saying. We are working to do real things and make real changes, not just talk. Talk is cheap. It's actions that matter. You have my absolute word that I am working on it. I did it with Parler. I did it with Rumble. We did it with Facebook. We did it with this podcast. We changed the game because of you. You let me do that. You. You let me do that by listening, by downloading these apps, by supporting Rumble. You have given me a voice I did not have five years ago. That voice is powerful because of you. And I promise you, you have my word. As the Lord Almighty is my judge, I'm not using his name in vain. I'm using that power you've given me to make real changes. And the right people are listening. More to come later in the week. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.